Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Welcome to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. You're about to meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Here's Frankie to show you how. Hello there, and welcome to another Mission Unstoppable Radio. I am your host, Frankie Picasso, and today you are in for a real treat. Of course, we're going to go on another mission, and my unstoppable guest hails from Brazil today. She's a former law professor. She is a practicing attorney, and she loves to read books. She loves to write books. She's an artist, and she recently won... For her very first book, she won the Golden Book Award for 2017, the Reader's Choice Award, Book of Excellence Award, the Reader's Favorite Honorable Mention Award from Paris Book Festival, Honorable Mention, and that was for her first novel, Behind the Door. She speaks four languages, English, French, Portuguese, and Spanish, and when she's not practicing law or writing, she loves to be an active person and she loves to dance the tango and she loves to work out. And later today, if you go on my website, you will just see how stunningly beautiful she is. Her name is Adriana Gavazzani and she has two precious uh, children, I'm going to call them. <laughs> her love for animals. She's got Gaia and Juno and they are her pet poodles. Let's welcome her to the show and find out everything there is to know about Adriana Gavazzani. Welcome. Thank you very much, Frankie. I'm very happy to be here with you today. Thank you very much for the invitation. I just think it's amazing that I'm going to tell these folks how we met. I actually found out about Adriana from a friend of mine who is a radio host in Nigeria. So we've gone from, we've gone from Brazil to Nigeria to Canada. Like, how crazy is that? And this is how people in the digital age get around in the world. It's crazy. Just, just, you know, you can be anywhere. It just shows you how unstoppable you can be. You can live anywhere in the world and become a, a, a name. Make a name for yourself. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. I really love technology and I believe the best thing of it is to have friends like you and Alex on the other side of the world as if you were yesterday at home having tea or drinking something. It's great. It's really great. So on this show, I like to take people, um, the listeners, back to where you started, Adriana, because I want them to see how... Um, how people become unstoppable in their lives. And it's not necessarily the circumstances that you're born into or, you know, sometimes it's the people around you. But And a lot of times it's, you know, who you are inside. So let's go back to little Adriana, the little girl. Can you tell us about your family and where, where you were in the makeup of that family? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, I've come from this large Italian family uh, that is always talking, chatting, and I believe I'm unstoppable since the day I was born because my mom says I was born with my eyes open and I didn't wow. close the eyes the whole day. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I was so curious about the world. I was born with eight months. Uh, I needed uh, to live this world as quickly as possible. But back then, uh, I believe I'm most unstoppable because I have attention deficit with uh-huh. hyperactivity. Hyperactivity, the name says everything. I mm-hmm. can't stop. Mm-hmm. I really can't stop from the day I start to move and to talk and I, I learned to talk with seven months uh, as my mom tells me uh, so I really knew how to talk very well at one year so communication would be my fate oh, <laughs> pretty okay. positively so but I, I know that, you, that, that you're an amateur astrologer but I'd like to know what, what month were you born? what is your sign? I'm born in December, 22 December, first day of Capricorn. Oh, the Capricorn. Okay. So you, you, you were born with your eyes open. You started talking at, you know, in sentences at a year. Crazy. You have, you know, ADHD. Now, does the ADHD go with your thoughts as well as your body? Does your body have to always be moving or is it just your thoughts that are rambling? How does it work for you? No, it works for me that my mind uh, is always working. It works mm-hmm. all the time. But also I have to move in some way, like talking, uh, like doing something physical. So imagine the little devil I was. You're <laughs> being impossible. <laughs> and were you, where were you in the makeup? Were you the only child? Were you like the middle child? Well, who were you? No, uh, I'm the firstborn. Oh, you're the firstborn. I, uh, yeah, I'm there uh, of the crown. If there were one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a brother. Uh, he's uh, one year younger than me, and a sister seven years youngest. Wow. Uh, that, that, yeah. Uh, but uh, we are this family that is always fighting, loving each other. Yeah. But uh, two siblings, yes. But that's the Italian family, right? Everybody is is loud, and it seems like they're fighting, but they're not. They just talk loud, and with their hands, and a very passionate family. I, I imagine. Yes, I'm moving. I'm moving my hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to knock wine glasses over. <laughs> yeah, and people sometimes. <laughs> right, yeah, and people too. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we have, we have little Adriana. She's like starting to run through the world. She's so curious about life and so curious about everything that's going on that, that we couldn't keep her in the womb. She just had to get out and start talking to people. So when you were in school, how did school go for you? Not very well because I was not diagnosed with attention deficit. People thought I was lazy because there were some subjects like math that I couldn't learn. I really couldn't learn because I couldn't concentrate. I hated math. And there were other subjects like foreign language, grammar, history. I was great. I got the A and A+, but... 
and math I used uh, to be very, very bad. So it was a tough time. My father used to tell me, you are so intelligent. Why your grades in math sucks? It's because you are lazy. And I was not lazy. I was no. doing my best. I just couldn't concentrate. But I so wonder, very- Adriana, so many women, so many girls are not good at math or don't think they're good at math. And and yet, like the left brain, right brain thing, you know, like you were very good at 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 the communication parts of the world, you know, and I was horrible at math. I thought I was stupid until I was in my 20s and somebody showed me something. I went, oh, that's how it goes. Okay, now I get it. I'm not dumb. I'm just, I, they didn't teach me the way I needed to learn it. Yes, I learned math when I started to learn astrology. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh uh, yeah, because astrology, it's all about doing those charts that yeah. you have to add and that and that and numbers and numbers. And I was so des- desperate. The night before that class, I couldn't sleep because I thought, hey, I'm really dumb at math. I'm not going to learn. So I can't do, I can't draw charts because I can't learn math. On the other day with the right teacher that is one of my best friends in the world, mm-hmm. I learned math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? It all makes For a difference. <laughs> yeah, it makes a difference because the way people teach you yeah. uh, is going to make you be interested or not uh, on the subject. Not just that, but it, everybody has a different learning style. And so when you tap into what works for them, then everybody can learn. I'm, I'm, I'm 110% convinced everybody can learn. It's just some people learn differently than others. And in school, they only give you one way to learn. So, yes, you know, it's one yes. size fits all, right? It was one of my, my concerns with my students because I didn't want them uh, to be posterized, mm-hmm. to be put in a box. And I could uh, read on their faces sometimes. They were just like me. They were daydreaming during a class. So I stopped everything serious. I used to do a joke and then when they were laughing I could continue because it's how some kids work yeah uh, the words like this so what made you choose law over everything else Ooh, I was 12 years old and I'm always this voracious reader I was on vacations and everything on our shelves uh, uh, I have read everything that were in, in our shelves at home. Mm-hmm. I, it was evening. I couldn't go to the library. No books available. But there was one book about law that I haven't read yet. So mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to try this. I don't know what it is. It was a code of civil laws. And I opened that book. Code of civil yeah. law. <laughs> yeah. And because my father is not a lawyer, but he really loves law. Uh-huh. And he had that book and I open that and I say hey they can tell you how you much how you, you have to act the way you have to behave I like that uh-huh. and so I read a little bit more and ask to my father what what's this and he said oh that's law uh, lawyers work with that and then I say oh I'm going to be a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. I always wanted to be a lawyer, but I wanted to be a hundred other things too. So, yeah, were you single-minded too, in it? Or? 
Yeah. No, no, no. After I decided to be a lawyer, uh, I just wanted to be a lawyer because I started to to research about about lawyers and things like that. But before that, I want to do to be everything from scientist to pilot of races. Everything I want to be. Wow, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, and and it's great that. No matter what your passion is, when you're single-minded or you're like me, you fall into what you're going to do with life because I had no idea. I kind of knew, but I wanted to try everything. Um, you know, eventually you find you find your place and your passion, and uh, here you go. So Adriana became a lawyer, and we are going to go to a commercial break in, in just a few seconds. When we come back, we're going to learn more about her, a little bit more about the, practicing the law and about teaching and about everything, really. How, you know, how, how she figured out how to write her books. Let's talk to her some more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Don't stop. That's right. Don't stop listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Don't stop. It's marching down the Recently, while my family was skiing in Colorado, we were greeted by a red fox that darted out of the trees. This beautiful animal with his big bushy tail just stood in the snow and stared right at us. Maybe he smelled all the loverwort we had in our pockets. Loverwort is another word for junk and snack food. Typically, a red fox eats scrub and woodland, but this one appeared to have had his share of hamburgers and hot dogs from the chalet grill. Foxes are similar to dogs, except they are not pack animals. The female fox, or vixen, typically gives birth to a litter of 2 to 12 pups. When they are young, they all live together as a family, known as a leash of foxes. Once grown, the young foxes leave the burrow and go out to live on their own. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. When you lift weights, you want to attain significant results. Remind yourself to slow it down. A common exercise mistake is to rush through your strength training exercises. When you zip through your routine, you will end up using momentum instead of muscle power, and you will not achieve the results you are after. By zooming through your weightlifting, you are also at risk of getting an injury, whether it is torn connective tissue or muscles. Shape Magazine recommends that you take six seconds to perform each repetition, two seconds to lift the weight, and four seconds to lower it. Since you have gravity to help you lower the weight, you need to slow down even more in order to give your muscles a sufficient challenge. Slow it down and see your results speed up. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our Facebook fan page at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. And we're back. My guest is Adriana Gavazzani. I am your host, Frankie McCaslin, and you're listening to Mission Unstoppable Radio. And we're on a mission with, with our guest today. And she is an attorney at law, among other things. And so I wanted to ask you, I think I read something, Adriana, that you said being a lawyer is like being a priest. And you learn lots of stuff from your clients. And I'm wondering if you can you share any cases that were just crazy? I can't. Okay. 
I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to be this Barrett. But if you read, if you read my books, you are going to find lots of stories inspired yeah, uh, in my cases. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell names and they are remotely similar to the cases. Okay. Uh, but I can tell because, uh, you I know, we are really yeah. like a prison. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk about behind the door first. And cause I, I, there's other stuff I want to talk to you about too, but this book, I mean, look, you're, you're, you're a busy woman. You go to court, you're, you're practicing law, you know, you do all of this other stuff. And here this year, you've just won, you've traveled the world and, and, you know, and, and you've won like four or five awards for your, for your book behind the door, which is an erotic thriller. I would say. So did yeah. you sit down to to write erotica? Is that what you thought you were going to write? No, not at all. I just wanted to, to write a regular romance. Uh, but ideas came to my mind, you know, this attention deficit gives you lots of imagination. And I started to add things. Just a, I like to cook and I start to add ingredients and stuff to the, the, the food I prepare. I start to do that with my novel. Mm-hmm. So it was a mix of ingredients. I decided to add psychology, I decided to add murder, mystery, and then I decided a touch of erotica would go very well. And <laughs> touch. That's what I got. <laughs> Okay. Not much. Okay. It's a lot of erotica. It's a lot of erotica. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it makes sense mm-hmm. in the novel. It's no, not it a novel just about sexual encounters. It has uh, a whole story behind it. There is a lot more behind the doors than the erotica. Yeah. So you, you did say that, you know, you love to research things. And so was there a lot, a lot of research must have gone into this about the psychology, the sexual, you know, deviation. Um, did you do a lot of research about that kind of stuff? The disorders? A lot, a lot of research. I bought a lot of articles and texts from universities because I didn't want the psychologist who is the main character to give an opinion to her patients that I couldn't find a scientific basis. Mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but it, I discover psychiatrists is just like law. Uh, if you want to go in a path, if you want to go in some way, you just uh, need to find some decisions uh, mm-hmm. that are going to support you. Psychiatrists is just the same. If you decide uh, someone is a sadomasochist, you just research for that and mm-hmm. you are going to find some good psychiatrists telling uh, you are on the right path, right? So, of course, I have some ideas uh, for for my characters, but I researched a lot about, about not only about psychiatrists, but also about law. United States. I have this wonderful friend of mine that he's a, a former FBI special agent. I consult him a lot. I bother him a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I write this, is that correct? Or it sounds stupid or it's too Hollywood? He said, mm-hmm. no, no, 
no, no, no, no, to Hollywood. Let's go to the right way. And he tells me how I should do to be more realistic. And then uh, I get the facts and uh, I change the, the whole scenario to give a right idea of what really happens when FBI is involved, when mm-hmm. there is a crime in the United States. So uh, my second book, Lara's Journal, mm-hmm. he endorsed the second book because ah. it says just like a crime scene. Oh, and I'm very happy about that. Nice. Yeah, can't wait to read that one. This is so that's a sequel to to Behind the Door. So in this book, and I do see bits and pieces of you in it. <laughs> um, it, it it's. It, it's interesting that you say that psychiatry is like law because like, you can argue either either side of the coin and be right if you want to. So did in your career have you have you had many psychiatrists on the stand to corroborate your defenses? Oh, Lara, for instance, my one of my main female characters is very very similar to an opponent I had. Mm-hmm. Not on the sexual part, that's all pepper added to the, the story, but her story uh, has a strong similarity of the story of one of my opponents. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it was a very complicated story. Uh, one of my clients got an involvement uh, with a woman that was had a, a very close resemblance to Lara's uh, behavior, okay. to Lara's craziness. Uh, so uh, there was something very similar, and I have to deal with a psychiatrist mm-hmm. very close. Very close. A psychiatrist, my client's own shrink helped me a lot to build his defense. That uh, where came the idea of a lawyer hiring a psychiatrist to help buttress his argument. Uh, it came from, from that moment that I have to use the services of a psychiatrist uh, to, to, to give support uh, to my argument. How interesting. You know, I'm just thinking here that it must be, you know, um, a, a John Grisham and an Adriana, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that, that being the lawyers make you these wonderful, cause it get juicy cases give you such great fodder for, for great stories to write. Yes, uh, they they give, but they also give lots of concern because, as I said before, I has this Italian vein, this drama in my blood, Mm -hmm. and and I can't be impartial. Uh, I can't uh, separate uh, my clients, their Mm. stories from my life, so I suffer for them. I fight for them. (laughs) It's hard, but of course, uh, their stories give me amazing stories to tell for the rest of my life. I believe I can tell lots of stories. Good. <laughs> then we're going to be able to read a lot more of Adriana Gavazzani's A. Gavazzani, as her pen name goes, uh, more books. Then the sequel we're going to, to uh, it was Lara's Journey. Is that correct? The name of the next one? Yeah. And third book is already done. Really? Wow. I just I just need a title. Uh-huh. I'm having a black Jewish title. I want so many titles, different titles. Get your readers to give you suggestions. 
Yeah, but I have to give them a clue for that, and I don't oh. want to give them a clue. <laughs> so I'm here struggling, asking to some close friends that know both books, uh, the, the first books very well, and they are giving me opinions. I'm going to, to ask yours in a while, Frankie, because I know you're reading my first book. And uh, it's just a matter of choosing the title, sending to my wonderful editor for editions, and then third one is going to be read in January or February. And I believe I'm going to close uh, the series. Now, I think you said that Lara's journey is going to be done in Portuguese. Is that the first time you're writing in Portuguese? Uh, Behind the Door uh, is going to be released on December 10th in Brazil in Portuguese. Uh, I didn't, uh, I just released in Brazil law books. Oh, okay. Never a novel. I didn't want to mix my legal career with my writing career. Mm-hmm. So I decided to, to release the book in the United States just to test the water. <laughs> if people like, maybe I would bring to Brazil if people hate. Um, nobody would know in Brazil, but uh, internet is there. <laughs> so you wrote the book in English? Yes, yes, yes. In my and English. It- Oh, is that how? very good. And how, so what's your, what language do you speak at home? Portuguese? Portuguese. Spanish. Portuguese. Portuguese. Yes. Oh, uh, my home, it's very complicated because I have this maid that speaks Spanish. So I have to speak Spanish and Portuguese at oh home. Oh my God. That's so funny. I was <laughs> but, almost, yeah. born, I was almost born in Brazil, in Rio. My parents, really? my parents, yeah, my parents, they ran there from New York and, and my mom was pregnant with me when they were in Brazil. But then my dad decided he wanted to go back to Austria where he was from. And so they went there and then I was born there. But I could have just as easily been born in, in Rio. <laughs> or charter you would be completely different. You yeah. would be another person. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. How interesting is that? Okay. Well, we're going to go to a commercial and I guess in about a minute and a bit. I don't know. Two minutes. Thank you. <laughs> My trusty producer. She let us know. It's, it's great. So we're going to, I want to, um, talk about how, cause every writer who is sitting at home right now, how did this woman from Brazil go to get a Parisian award, a Canadian award, a United States book award? How the heck did you do this? Did you go to the Germany book festival like what did you do with your book to get all these awards adrian you have to tell everybody all these authors okay first first (laughs) i have to tell you what you need to go in this kind of contest is courage a lot of courage because you're going to be judged from people from every corner in their world Mm -hmm. but i didn't have to go to all those places uh you just have uh to enroll on the contest send your book book and you are going to be judged you are not going to be involved it's not like law you're not going to defend your baby mm-hmm. i couldn't stand for my book i just send the book and wait for the results wow it's very impersonal yeah impersonal uh, impersonal. uh you don't see the face of the people who is going to of the person who is going to judge you 
You just wait, 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 trying not to eat your your nails. Your fingernails off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one day comes an email and says, hey, you are a finalist. Or, hey, uh, you are now among the fours. Or, hey, you are a winner. Yay. Or you got an honorable mention. The only trip I did... Uh, because I couldn't, for professional re- uh, reasons, I couldn't be to the other prizes. I've been oh, wait, to I gotta stay. stop. We have to go to a commercial break. I'm sorry. Save that story okay. when we come back. We'll be right back with Adriana Gavazzani. Don't go anywhere. That's right. Don't stop listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Having a tone-tight abdominal area, or better known as a six-pack, is highly desirable to many men and women. Unfortunately, you cannot spot reduce in that area of your body, or in any area for that matter. One exercise myth is that you can do a multitude of crunches to achieve that sculpted look for your abs. While doing crunches is a very good idea and an important element to any exercise routine, it will not give you a six-pack. The reason is that unless you lose weight and keep your body weight low, you will still have a layer of body fat on top of your muscles. Your ab muscles underneath that fat may be toned and sculpted, but the fat that's on top of them is preventing you from seeing that. Include fat-burning cardio exercise in your daily workout along with your crunches. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. hear about Wesley, the golden retriever puppy from Michigan that was fitted with braces? Before you think this is a bona fide insanity, Wesley was born with teeth that were so crooked he couldn't shut his mouth all the way. This was affecting his ability to eat properly. So his owners took him to the Harborfront Hospital for Animals and Veterinary Dental Solutions, where a doggy orthodontist prescribed him a set of braces. And now, pictures of Wesley smiling with his bright, shiny braces have been circling the Internet. With all that metal wrapped around their teeth, some would think that most dogs would become bruxelmaniacs, but not Wesley. He doesn't mind the braces at all and is now able to eat his food with gusto. A bruxelmaniac is someone with an uncontrollable urge to grind their teeth. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Hey, I'm so glad you guys are taking this mission with us. Thanks for sticking around. You're listening to Adriana Gavazzani. She is my guest from Brazil, a lawyer, artist, author, everything gorgeous <laughs> she 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 won the lottery when it came to uh came to life i'll tell you that brains and beauty uh it's, it's a wonderful combination adriana before we went to break you were telling us that the only place that you traveled for the book as far as the contest was where united states uh-huh. um uh, my first prize, Golden Book Award, didn't have a ceremony, so I, I didn't have to travel. Uh, the prize in Canada was too, uh, I, I 
didn't even consider because my schedule was completely tight. And uh, just the honorable mention of a reader's favorite, mm-hmm. I could go and it was in the United States last month. Mm. It was the only one I went. So it's all internet. It's all about uh, this great uh, thing that connects the world. And and for the authors who you know are thinking, oh gee, I really want my book to be that. How expensive was it to enter all of the contests? Did you have to pay a lot of money out? No, it's not an expensive at all. No, you chose the category. It depends on the, on the price. Mm. It goes from twenty bucks to fifty. Oh, okay. uh, it it depends on. Uh, I believe it's just symbolic. It's not that much, really. It's it's not free. There are some competitions that are free, but mm. they're usually they are not allowed for foreigners. <laughs> so oh, I couldn't okay. enroll, so uh, it was bias, prejudice against poor Brazilians and poor people around the world, oh. but that's, that's okay. Cool. I hey, couldn't you won. You still won. Yeah, I won. Yeah, it's great. But it's like that. Go from $20 to $50, uh, and everybody can can go there if you find your category uh you are going you are going to to you can enroll uh golden book award it was uh for mystery um the canadian prize book excellence award was for erotica uh readers favorite was for mystery paris book festival was for wild card (laughs) oh wow wild card (laughs) yeah so i could find a way in all the 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 mix i did with this book uh to find my place uh you just have to believe and you has uh, you, you need to have courage to yes. know some people are going to love your work you are going to receive a golden medal others are not going to love that much you are going to receive an honorable mention and others are going to hate that's life humans a human being yes. is like this well, uh, I hope everybody. that you, I hope that you're going to get another award soon because Adriana is is one of the 21 authors in another book called I Bared My Chest, and that's just coming out. And uh, 21 Unstoppable Women Get Naked, and she is chapter 20. So you're going to have to get that book and check it out <laughs> and read her story. And, and that book was a challenge because I really felt naked while I was writing my chapter. I believe. All other amazing women that were writing their chapters felt the same way mm-hmm. because we tried to really show the world who we are. So I hope we are going to have some medals for that book too. Me too. Me too. And it's the first time that I know of that in an anthology that it, the chapters were turned into an audiobook and recorded by the authors themselves on five different continents. And that's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. All of us with our accents. With your accents. And uh, <laughs> our unique form to see the world. We are very different. Uh, I believe there is no one of us that has the same story. It's all about different backgrounds, uh, different careers, different ways to see the world. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. And I think everybody is really, really needing it. When I'm look, I'm looking at the things that you like to do. And 
like you are a very creative person. Um, I, I look at cooking as being a creative art. I look at painting as being a creative art. I look at, you know, writing as being a, a creative art. And those are three things that you and I share because um, I love to do all of those as well. So tell me, what is it that you like to cook? I love to cook everything that is spicy. Yeah. Uh, in my life, nice. I love spicy. Everything mm-hmm. in every aspect of my life, my books, yeah. uh, my cook. So I love Indian food. I'm crazy about cooking and eating Indian food, Thai food. Uh, I love also French cooking. I love mm. very much French cooking. Yeah. Thai is my favorite. Uh, yeah, I can tell you, Frankie, I love to eat. Mm-hmm. And I can eat uh, almost everything. I didn't try stones because I think they are too hard. But the rest, uh, if you tell me it's different, I'm going to try. Nice. I'm really going to try. I ate snakes once. Ooh, uh, you're brave. And, yeah, I didn't know they were snakes. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Uh, um, they told me it was fish. I ate and I told, uh, that's not a form of a fish. I believe I'm eating snakes mm-hmm. for the place I was. Mm-hmm. And it was good. It was great. I can eat, uh, I, I can't eat dogs, you know, because yeah, I see no. dogs as my children. Yeah. I can't eat. No, never, never, yeah. never, never. <laughs> I would starve. <laughs> yeah. That's super brave. I love that about you um i love to cook too i think it's very creative and and my daughter's like you're not following the recipe and i'm like i don't need a recipe because if you cook and you love to eat then you know the flavors that go into things and and what's going to go good with one another even if you've never made it before right i mean it, it's very creative and, and yeah. it's, it's a great way yeah, to, I to play I always tell people when they say, how do you know it's going to be good or not? I said, I can combine the flavors in my mind. Yes, exactly. I know uh, how it's going to be. So uh, we know <laughs> it comes yeah. from the heart. It not comes from the heart. You have stomach. to cook from the heart. I really believe that. You really do. And you and your four nieces like to paint. How old are your nieces? Oh, I have uh, I start case uh, 13, a teenager, Luma is the oldest. I have Rafaela, she's 11, Natalia, she's half American, uh, she's 11, nice. and I have Gabriela, that is 7. Oh, I love uh, all their names, they're so great. <laughs> yeah, the last one, poor kid, attention deficit with hyperactivity oh, disorder, example no. of kid, yeah, that's genetics. <laughs> And you see but it in action so now, you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, whenever I try to help her with homework, I say, God, my parents uh, are great. They have lots of patience mm-hmm. because uh, it's hard to make a child concentrate with that kind of disorder. But we cook, we paint. Uh, they are not, they don't live uh, close to me. Uh, one of them is very far, so just vacations. The other are closer. Uh, we have to to fix uh, our activities according to my schedule, but whenever we can, we are together. So what kind of things do you like to paint? Uh, from Minions, they love to paint Minions. The Minions, they like to paint yeah. Uh, it depends. Uh, there are different ages, okay? So minions go well. Princess, they love princess. Mm. Uh, I love to try to reproduce. Um, uh, that's, I don't know if in English it's uh, that's nature. Yeah. Uh, nature. 
Nature. Yeah, nature like like apples, flowers and trees. Uh, oh, no, oh. still life, still life. Yeah, still life. Yes. Yeah. That's that. But I, I'm very frustrated about that because I have no talent. And I can't do the, the kind of painture I, I see on the museum. So I never expose my, my painters. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, do you paint with acrylic or oil? Oil. oil. Oh, that's, that's your, that's, that's what's wrong. I paint I paint in um, acrylic because I make mistakes and I don't like things sometimes and I just want to wipe it out and start again and so with acrylic it dries in about three minutes and you can just white it out and start again right where oil it takes so long for it to dry yeah, and you can't make the change that you want to make so you need yeah. to work in acrylic and that way you will you're going to probably find it's not as as doesn't have the same luminosity that oil has, but it makes up for it with other other advantages. And so you should try it. Yeah, I'd like to be Monet, Rembrandt, uh, those famous painters. But uh, I'm a disgrace. But I'm going to try acrylic. Yeah, no, it's not a disgrace. It's just you know getting your vision on on paper. It takes a while to do. I like to paint animals, but it takes a while uh, to do it. And I'm not by any means a great painter, but I, I know that oil is not for me because I like to, I, I like to keep working at it until I get it right. So. I, I believe it's not for me either. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. It's still fun to do. It's fun. I love. Uh, uh, it's a relax for my my turmoiled mind. It's a way to to have peace. I'm curious. I was just thinking when you were talking about Natalia, um, if you were to Stand on a, um, uh, oh, it just went out of my head. The machine, you know, where you walk on the machine, the treadmill. If you were on a treadmill and you had a book in front of you that you had to learn from, would that be easier for you with somebody with attention deficit order? No, I do that on the bike. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Same thing though, right? I can, I can, I usually try to do more than one thing at the same time. Right. Yeah, but I was just thinking, you know, if somebody had that, would it be helpful if their body is moving, kinesthetically they're moving and, and, and their mind is also learning so that it keeps the attention a little bit better, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can do that. I can really try to do that almost all the time. That's awesome. Okay. You like, you like wine, good wine? Red or white? Uh, red are my favorites, but there are great white wines too. Uh, when I, uh, I've been to the, to United States last month, how, how American wines are greater and greater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to love only the French wine, but I'm opening my mind on the last years and American wines are great. Australian wines, African wines, they are doing great wines around the world. They are. But yeah. Chile makes beautiful wines too. Chile, Chile does great wines. Argentina, mm-hmm. uh, Brazil do great um, of the sparkling wines, oh. sparkling white wines. Nice. But uh, we are not very good on the red uh, on the red wines. Yeah. Red wines, you have to go to Americans, Australian, French wine, Chilean, and Argentinian. Argentina does great wines too. We're going to a commercial. Drink that wine, folks. <laughs> Get ready. 
Kitty. We'll be right back with Adriana Galazani. That's right. Don't stop listening. Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso will continue right after these messages. Stop. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20-ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. This is the TogiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. And we are back. It's Mission Unstoppable Radio. I'm your host, Frankie Picasso. Adriana Gavazzani is with me. And what a delightful guest she has been. She has all these awards. You have to read her book, Behind the Door. If you like a sexy thriller, if you like, you know, books that have, they're juicy and, and you have to who done it and all of that, you're going to love. That was her first book. The second book, the sequel to that, or is it a prequel to that? Um, is, is Laura's journey. And Laura was, was the, uh, the main character, one of the main characters in behind the door. And there's a third book, which she's not telling us because she doesn't know the name of yet. <laughs> Let's talk about your passion for animals. Now you've got Gaia and Juno. Yeah, I have Gaia and Juno and I'm really passionate about animals. I would have a zoo at home if I could. Me too. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm fond of dogs, cats, and so I don't have cats because one of my dogs, Juno, mm-hmm. uh, she is up to her name because Juno is the god of goddess in mythology mm-hmm. and she was the most jealous of the goddess in Olympo. Oh. And I believe my dog really takes her name seriously. She's <laughs> jealous, a jealous creature. <laughs> That's a 
hilarious. Yeah, she's she's a small little dog, but uh, she's wonderful. I, I love dogs. I believe they understand us. I, at least I feel understand by my dogs. I understand what they want, what yeah. they are telling me. Uh, animals are great. If I could, I've been a vegetarian, not a yeah. vegan, a vegetarian for 12 years. Yeah. Since I started to get sick and I had to go back to eating meat and I really can't think about uh, what I'm eating because I have a a cattle farm, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you let me, I would call the cattle by their names and they will be all my Oh my gosh, Adria. And I would. (laughs) <laughs> go to bankruptcy because I got same thing when my parents had a beef farm and I I made a rule that if I ha- if they had a name we couldn't eat them and I named every single one <laughs> yeah I can't because there there are, there is a lot of cattle yeah but I try not to think because I know meat I know. is important for the house I know there are people that disagree I'm not going yeah. to to raise a polemics but I was sick for the lack of meat Yes, and I had to start eating again, so it's important. But you're not I the can't first person I've met that that's happened to. Uh, I, if I could, I wouldn't eat I an know. animal. I love, I love them. I can't. I can't. I do too. Uh, yeah. I'm not a good mother because I allow my dogs to do everything they want to do. <laughs> uh, they really train me to be a good mom. <laughs> so are they I related? Can, uh, they, they, they. I do everything they want. Uh, they, they are good in training me, uh, but I, I just love animals. If my, are my are your dogs related? Are they mother daughter? No, no, no. They are not. They are not. Uh, Gaia is older. Okay. Uh, much older, she's 11, and Juno is 5. Okay. Gaia used to have a companionship who had a heart attack. She refused oh, to okay. eat. Uh, I decided to have another dog. So, and she recovered with the nice. other dog. Nice. Uh, physically, emotionally, she's always sad. She's not the same. Uh, she changes her personality, uh, but um, uh, they fight, uh, they play together, and uh, they they have fun together. They are fun to observe. Nice. So, so she's not too jealous of of Juno, and Juno allows you to give no. love. No, Gaia. Gaia, Gaia is a pieces. She's a lovely dog. Oh, she has lots like, of yeah. patience. Dreamer. <laughs> a dreamer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, she's in love with the leaves when there is some wind. She loves to look the 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 leaves, and Juno, no, Juno loves. Action! She jumps, she runs, she's always biting, trying to eat something. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. And what is she? Uh, they are poodles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Juno, you said Gaia is a Pisces, so what's Juno? Oh, Juno is, uh, Juno is Aquarius. Oh, okay. Always the move. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's a great segue into you being an amateur astrologer. So how did that come about? 
I have this woman that was like a mother for me. I, I met her when I uh, started to, to study French. She was my first French teacher. Oh. She became my friend, my advisor. She is years uh, older than me, and she's one of my best friends. Uh, she always have the right advice. And uh, once I discovered she was an astrologer. Of course, she's the woman I choose as a model in my life, I wanted to learn everything she knew. Cooking came from her, uh, astrology, Ikebana, I can do nice Ikebana with flowers too. Wow. And painting, she paints a lot, and uh, that's where astrology came. How fascinating. So what is it, have, were there surprises in astrology for you? Many, many surprises to understand myself was one, was one of the first surprises I had. And astrology changed the way I saw the world. Uh, I was not so compassionate before astrology. And then astrology made me see human being as victims of mm. the stars. If, if a person doesn't know herself, himself, they can change their lives. They are just subjects to other powers. And so I start to see human being in a different way. See that mm -hmm. everybody can change if you give the right chance, if, if you point the way to them. That's the reason I do charts for people. I love to help people. Whenever I see someone with problems, I say, hey, let me help you. I'm going to draw your chart. Let, let us see where you can change in your life, where are your strong points. Uh, and I love that. I love that I can help someone with astrology. So uh, in I astrology, hate... let me ask you this then. In astrology, um, is, is there a point where it's this could be happening or is going to happen? Is it a for like I, I I don't like to, to be fatalist, to okay. say, hey, it's all written. I believe in, in, in free will and mm -hmm. that you can choose your way. Of course, you come to this world with some elements that are going to help you. Mm -hmm. Like you are a Gemini. Mm -hmm. A Gemini has a way with words, uh, with communication that other signs uh, don't. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a weapon. It doesn't mean you have to work with communication, you have to follow a right. path. No, I don't believe in that. I believe in astrology as uh, a behavior a uh, way, uh, 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 way to help people to know how they behavior and why and how they can change choosing their own path. But it's so interesting that, you know, when people tell you I'm a this or I'm a that, and they go, oh, you know, I don't believe in it. But yet, even though you don't know their chart and you don't know everything about them, I know that if I meet a Virgo, that they are going to be very neat and tidy, that they're going to be perfectionists probably, that, you know, there's certain traits about each sign that hold true. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the reality in astrology, not the commercial astrology. No. Uh, the real astrology is that the 12 signs of the zodiac are going to influence your life in some way and another way. A uh, Virgo is going to have influence over you. Uh, if it goes in a, a house for a family or friends, you are going to behave with your friends as a Virgo. 
Mm-hmm. So we don't know that we behave differently according to the houses, according to the people in our life. And astrology shows you, you have 12 houses of behavior. You have mm. how you behave with your family, friends, job, career, house, uh, sex, love. Uh, it's all different. And every place has a sign that is going to be there. That's interesting that you say it like that, because now it sounds like a medicine wheel. It's medicine. It's medicine because yeah. it comes from the Egyptians, and they use it to heal uh, using astrology. How Even if they didn't know all the planets that we know nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, they use it to heal through astrology. Oh, if you have a Virgo, and this Virgo go to the the house house, this person probably is going to be through um, uh, some digestive problems and things like that. If you are a Capricorn like me, and that goes on the house house, you're going to have problems with your bones. So it depends on uh, all that. Oh yeah, like I think Gemini is supposed to have problems with their lungs. Yeah, but only if it really goes into a health house. Mm. Uh, it doesn't oblige that you are Gemini. You're going to have problems in your right. home. or nervous, okay. nerve or problems, nervous or... breakdowns, or you're going uh, to suffer from indecision. You, you. Uh, it's not like that. It's not right. simple like that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've got Gemini twins or... as my as my children. <laughs> Yeah, because astrology is also a genetics map. Yeah. Your kids are going to have half your map, half your the, their parent, their father's map, their yeah. father's chart. So it's a combination. It's better than uh, ADN. Oh my god, I got one of the most indecisive Gemini children in the world. <laughs> so funny you said that. Maybe he has the moon in Gemini. That is going to be indecisive. That would be fun. That would be interesting to see, for sure. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you, what your website is, where to get your books. Oh, my books are on Amazon, Barney and Nobles, uh, Amazon all around the world has my books. Behind the Door is my first novel. Lara's Journal is the second one. Uh, Behind the Door has all those five awards on its cover. Yeah, Reds are. Uh, Lara's Journal is the cover of a journal. It's very nice. And uh, you can get in touch with me through my mail. There is Adriana at AdrianaGavazzoni.com or my website AGavazzoni.com uh, through my Twitter. There is at a underline Gavazzoni or my Instagram. That is okay. I'm gonna stop you because we are gonna run out of time. Let yeah, me thank yeah. you so much, I'm Adriana. To answer. <laughs> thank you so very much for being my guest today. You're a fascinating woman, absolutely amazing, and you are truly unstoppable. You really are. You're the epitome of unstoppable. Thanks everybody for joining us this week. I will be back next week, and thank you, Karina, for producing the show today. Take care, everyone. Thank you very much, Frankie, for the opportunity. I really love it. When the chips were down, they didn't stop. Stories of people who, when the odds were against them, turned defeat into victory. You've been listening to Mission Unstoppable with Coach Frankie Picasso. 
See you next time. And always remember... Don't, 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 don't stop.